Episode 5, y'all. What's happening? So we're back with another episode of Steep Step Spell Repeat. This season, we're focusing on uh, JC's and Ted's talks. And honestly, when I think about this season, I feel a little bit bad for you because it's really just my ramblings on the road, which is kind of boring, to be honest. But it's also a trial run to see um, to see something about, you know, do you listen to the podcast for the general content? Do you listen to the podcast for the podcaster? Or is it a mixture of both? So this is kind of like a, a science experiment for me. And also when I think about this season, I think about uh, that one Brian McKnight song. Do you know this one? It's like, um, it goes, one, you like a dream come true, two, just want to be with you, three, girl, it's plain to see that you're the only one for me, and four, repeats, that's one through three, five, make you fall in love with me, if ever I believe that much is done. Then we'll start back at one. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love Brian McKnight. But anyway, if you listen to the lyrics of that song, you noticed, and you may notice, that in this season, there are exactly five episodes. And, you know, I wasn't going to make it technically, specifically five episodes until I thought about this song. And I was like dude uh, there's some meaning behind this one and it's no it's not like I'm trying to make you fall in love with me but it's like you know I appreciate my listeners for the fact that they enjoy my content but I think that part of the podcast world is you really connecting and enjoying the podcaster themselves so I made this season five episodes long to really trial run it, do a little science experiment, uh, and see, you know, whether you're in it for the content only, whether you're in it for the podcaster. Maybe you know me. I don't know. Maybe you know me. um, Maybe you're my best friend, you know, or maybe you think you're my best friend because you listen to all my podcast episodes. Um, Got you there. But but really, when it comes down to it, when you're listening to podcast episodes, you want your listeners to enjoy your character and not necessarily just the content. Because if you're only in it for the content, might as well read a book or uh, put on an audiobook or um, do that little text-to-speech thing. Because, you know, it's pretty, that's as dull as it gets. But when you're listening to a podcast, you kind of want to, you know, connect with the podcaster and really dig deep. Enjoy, enjoy the colloquial sense of, wow, I feel like they're right next to me in this room. A um, little creepy, I don't know. I, I'll leave that up to you, but... Uh, Hopefully, my goal here is that you're going to listen to this season and you're going to think, what the heck is this girl talking about? 
um, kind of really monotonous, not monotonous, but like boring content. You know, I got nothing really exciting to say for you, but I, I personally have really enjoyed the mind numbing, uh, podcasts out there that just kind of let your mind drift off into a whole other world. So I'm going to try run this. Hopefully you enjoy my mind numbing content. And if not, then we will determine this podcast to be dead. Thanks for listening. Don't mind me, just super stressed out because my flight was delayed and I have to catch another flight right after that and my layover time has now decreased exponentially. So I don't know what I'm gonna do, but let's hope that I make my flight. Um, If not, I'll be stuck in New York. That's okay, I'm okay with that. Kind of. Anywho, a little update for you. So if you remember back, I tried my hand at gluten-free baking recently, and I did end up bringing my baked quote-unquote duds to um, where I volunteer, and the participants actually liked them. So I don't know if they were baked goods or baked duds, but either way... It worked out. (laughs) I did try to go into Mark's to find some gluten-free treats, and they don't really have a gluten-free section, which made me really sad. Um, Because there are a lot of people with gluten intolerances or celiacs, and it's very important that these people have options. I digress. So, on my way out of Ohio into New York eventually back to Boston and I have packed my carry-on no sorry my um, checked bag full of all my kombucha making supplies so let's just hope they all arrive in one piece Uh, who's to say that they will either way I've put everything in garbage bags so that if something breaks Hopefully, the casualties will be um, lessened, but it's quite an experience. I I don't even know if I'm allowed to travel with kombucha. I mean, I looked it up. I think I am. I'm I'm like 99% sure I'm allowed to travel with my starter tea. I know, like, it's it's good that I'm not putting it in my carry-on because that would look a little sus. But uh, I think it'll be okay. I'll check it when I arrive. And that'll be that. Very excited to move on with the day and get on with my life. You know what I mean? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Lots ahead. Excited to see friends from school again. And I'm going to miss Ted. But... We've had a good run. I've been able to drive a lot of my friends around recently, which is good. Uh, I think I had a little bit of trauma from driving in Boston. So right when I got home a couple weeks ago, I was like a little apprehensive to drive Ted around, uh, especially like on the highway or in the rain. And, you know, it's been okay. (laughs) I don't know, I've just been flying by the seat of my pants, so. 
Hope y'all are well, um, wherever you are. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, well, um, you know, how am I going to get myself some of that homemade kombucha? Um, we're in the works of making it possible to ship this kombucha. So, if you're interested, hit me up. So, Dad, I'm shipping back to Boston. Hey, did you enjoy your trip? Two weeks? <laughs> it was fine. It was good? It was good. Good? You're ready to go back, though, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. You can be honest about it. No, definitely. Don't tell your mom. <laughs> I'm ready to go back. <laughs> so, uh, what are some some of your main takeaways uh, from my my stay at home? Well, some pretty cool stuff happened. I mean, you're uh, what did I well, call? What's so cool about it? What did I call what you? What did on, I do? What did I call you on Monday? Uh, you're a little shit. Oh yeah, you called yeah. me a little shit. Yeah, because you told us that we had to watch the. You realize this show. is going to be published. What? <laughs> okay. Okay. What? As long as you're okay with it, I'm okay with it. I, I'm 62, going on 63. What are they going to do to me? Yeah, you're right. You're okay. right. Okay. So why? I don't want to have an attitude or anything. Sounds like that. Why did you call me a little shit? I called you a little shit because you tricked mom and I into thinking that someone that we knew was on the Today Show on Monday morning when in fact it was actually you. And you blew your mom's brain away. <laughs> it was fantastic. And you were actually recording mom's reaction. And she's like, oh, you're inside the TV. It's like, unbelievable. <laughs> it's you. Oh. Does she really sound like that? No, I'm just being mean. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> she was very excited, though. It was she really was. pretty cool. And I think you really, you really made her made her day. And, and, we, and, and we were very, um, you know, proud of not only being on the Today Show, but also why you were on the Today Show and how you and your future profession is a way of, you know, giving back to people. I think that's pretty cool. You're way too nice to me. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've only got two kids, so... And so far, both of them are still talking to me, so this is a good thing. This is going to get recorded? Oh, can we start over? <laughs> So, what are the other main takeaways from my, my stay at home? Hmm, let's see what else you did. Well, you, d- you did a lot of bebopping around with your, with your friends and stuff like that. Yeah, and that was I have fun. friends? You do. You do have friends. And you did a couple work shifts and everything. You kept busy. You kept busy. And, you know, we went out to eat. You know, people come home, family comes home. What do you normally do? You go out to eat. So, we, we did some of that, too. It was fun. Yeah, it was it was enjoyable, but I could also understand that you know you're going to be starting up on school in a couple of weeks, and um, you know you got to get back, you got to get settled. And the one thing I, the best thing I can say to you, Jillian, I say it all the time, is keep a really good balance in life. Don't don't yeah. don't get too wrapped up in one thing, school, whatever else. When you strike a good balance you find a way to enjoy life all the time and and that's really important and I wish I practice what I preach but I don't but I know you can do it 
I think that's the hardest part is practicing what you preach, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great ideologies about how to live your life out there, but it's, it's hard when it you, know, you have to put it into practice. Yeah, I agree with you. So, Dad, this is, uh, this is the fifth season of my podcast. Okay. And the theme of this season is JC's and Ted's Talks. Because it's, you know, they're along for the ride. I'm driving in my car and I'm talking with Ted. Oh, there uh, you go. I couldn't record anything out in Boston because good old Teddy boy wasn't there. No, Ted, and Ted, does everyone know who Ted is? Uh, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah. I think I've made it pretty clear. Ted is a very nice blue Honda Civic 2010 um, in really good shape, except for, you know, when Dad got into a little fender bender in Boston. And luckily, Mom didn't kick his butt. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, uh, you know, you got to be real careful in Boston. Boy, they, they drive crazy. So much for uh, gridded roads, huh? Yeah. I mean, they're just randomly shooting all over the place. Insane. Insane. So I, I like it back here in North Olmstead where I can, you know, memorize my north, south, east, west grids and... Makes it really easy. Sure does. I need it easy. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so glad you're taking t- taking care of Ted while I'm gone. Yes, I will take care, real good care of Ted. Yeah. And uh, we we I alternate cars. We still have two cars I got to drive, and you know all I know is is that uh, you know Ted will always be a part of our family. If I sell one of the cars, it'll be the other car. We'll make sure Ted's around for for you to to drive when you when you want to come back home and, and visit well that's real nice of you i think my brother i think carter would say he you would, know i, I want to get i want to keep ted i know but he's got uh he, i don't know what he's named his car but it's uh it's, i bet he doesn't even have a name for his he car. probably doesn't it's, he doesn't care about his car as much as i care you are emotional about it <laughs> i mean he's He's it's it's a it's a functional type thing for him. I think he's appreciative that he has a, a vehicle that he could use out there when he's going to school. But I don't believe he's he's named it or he's not, he's definitely not you know attached. Although although naming a car is not a strange addiction. It's not. No no there we've seen some strange addiction episodes of people oh. being in love with their car and oh, and, yeah. it, and it looks a lot worse than just naming the car. Yeah, that episode's real whack. Scary whack. Agreed. <laughs> so, what are you going to do while I'm gone? Well, you know your dad. He's probably going to bury himself and immerse himself into all the tax returns that he hasn't done yet. All for, the tax returns, you said? Yeah, September 15th, October 15th deadlines. Uh, they're, the life of an accountant. Yes, a very sad life. Uh, if um, if I could have done it again, I would have chosen a, a different profession, something that would have been moral and ethical, but it's definitely a different profession. Do you think that doing taxes is moral and ethical? Hmm. I I you can be sure. At the same point in time, you know, there's always there's black and white. There's gray type interpretations. Um, it makes it it makes it challenging at times. It yeah. does, um, but you know, it's forty plus tax seasons, and I'm not as emotionally engaged through the process as I once was. Yeah. 
So, uh, you know, one year I'm just going to say, you know, I don't worry. I have a, I have an associate, and um, we're starting to work on having him pick up some of the clients directly as opposed to me being involved on some of them. Oh, that's real nice. Yeah, and so he's been real good to me and, and worked with me, you know, a good number of years. And then he's well qualified to run with it on his own. So that might be a way of shedding some of the some of the load and making it a little bit easier. Oh, good. So you'll think you'll retire anytime soon? Oh, I'm sure I'll 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 work at least another ten years. Now the question will be, what will be my next job? Hmm. And that 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 can be kind of interesting. I mean, some could people be interesting. could be yeah. So you know, I. What are the top contenders? Top contenders, you know, I, I, I might, I might enjoy a, a customer service or a, a, a billing job where I have to enter information for billing. Okay. Um, I think that you know those skills are still there, but it's not as taxing. Sorry, the pun. Not as taxing. Not as taxing. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, and you know, we've talked about some other things. What Trader Joe's. Uh, I've watched those people work though, and they're on their feet a lot. And I'm starting to realize I'd have to like get into some super, super shape in order yeah. to be able to do that job at this age. And I'm not quite sure I'm dedicated enough to get there. So I give those people a lot of credit. Lots oh, yeah. of lifting. Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 and they're hustling. Yeah. And um, very fast-paced environment. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah, I probably have to rule that out. Probably should go with a job that allows me to kind of sit and rest and you know be in front of a computer I, I like going out I don't think I would really want to have a job that was at the home okay I would, no remote work <clears throat> yeah I, I'm not a big remote kind of guy I'd rather interact with people and uh, you know I think that you know the pandemic is you know it's changed a lot of people I think I think that human interaction is critical and important I agree. Um, in the work environment. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, I've always felt that way. I was lucky. I, I didn't have to, like, work from home um, with the profession that I had. I just yeah. had to be careful. Yeah. And, um, you know, other people, they didn't have a choice. They were told to stay home and work. And it wasn't like they chose to do so. What's interesting now is that a, a number of businesses are trying to get the people back into the workforce. And at, at the place of employment... And, and, and some of these employees are fighting back, and they they're they're fighting back and say they have the right to work from home. Ah. They, they're doing just as well. They're even more productive than they than they were prior to the pandemic. And um, I don't know. I I look at I look at getting out. When you think about where you spend a lot of time, and some people are like are extroverted. Some people are introverted. So if you have an introverted person and, 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 you know, they work and, you know, what are they spending a lot of their time doing there? You know, if they're, I guess if they're not driving to work and in their car, they're, they're sleeping, they're living in their home. Right. Okay. They're working, but if they're working from their home and you can have your groceries delivered and everything else at this stage of the game, you might not have to go out of your home. And I'm very not quite true. sure that's uh, very healthy. No. I think there's a lot of mental health issues and stuff like that that are going to start creeping up on people who don't realize that they got to get out. They've got to interact. Yeah. We're all we're all human, 
and, and by definition, we're animals, and we, we require that interaction. That's true. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that people start to realize the benefit of that and start moving back in that direction. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Well, Dad, thanks for uh, talking with me as we drive to the airport. Not a problem. I always enjoy it. Um, it's always fun talking with you, visiting with you. Um, and I, I think it's uh, I think it's pretty cool. And, and so far, I've, I've driven okay, right? I haven't gotten any near accidents or anything, right? No, you're doing, you're doing fantastic. Okay, well, that Boston experience really opened my eyes, so... Dude, I was I was just saying the same thing. I I think that when I first initially came home, I was a little apprehensive to drive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now now it's um, a little more careful, a little more careful. Yeah. And uh, but thanks for having me on the podcast. And uh, oh yeah, sure. Appreciate it very much. And uh, I know your mother really appreciated uh, seeing you and bebopping with you and uh bebopping i love bebopping. that term and i say it all the time i think i get it from you <laughs> ah and uh, and i i enjoyed the same it was fun well yeah it was fun it was fun i'm glad i got to come home so this is actually like the last episode of the season and this is uh this season is like a trial run for whether or not my listeners think that the podcast is dead or not okay um so, uh, vote with your listens, you know? Okay. What do you think? I think that's pretty good. <laughs> do you think that people would listen to this podcast? Um, I, th- I think so. I think we're, I, th- I think we're, let's put it this way. I don't know if we're exciting. But Definitely we're, not exciting. But we're, we're genuine. How's that? I like that a lot. Okay. Yeah. So, I hope, I hope it goes well. Thanks, Dad. All right. Honey. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. I got to catch a flight um, and say bye to Ted and my dad. So tune in maybe again, maybe not. Um, that's all for now.